through the written word and the spoken word. God, help us to hear your living word, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I have a long-standing love of the saints and of All Saints Day. I might trace my early love of the saints to my chapel book starting in first grade. At my Episcopal school, we had a chapel book which included a bulletin of sorts and a selection of hymns that were easy to sing and easy for young minds to comprehend. It included the beloved song, I Sing a Song of the Saints of God. We'll get the chance to sing that in a few minutes. Like any good Anglophile, I delighted in the thought of meeting saints at tea. But more importantly, the idea that all of us normal, everyday people could be saints was in my mind at an early age. It's always felt somewhat obvious to me. This hymn originated as a poem for the instruction of children. It talks about both the ordinary and the extraordinary lives of saints. There's one who's slain by a fierce wild beast. There's also doctors and people you would meet at sea. Singing this song so often as a child and belting out the words, the saints of God are just folk like me and I mean to be one too, taught me that in relationship with God, we can work to be saints too. Some of you may share this assumption that we are all capable of being saints, and likely more of you have some tension around saints or at least questions about saints and sainthood. Many Protestant traditions do not celebrate saints, and plenty have discomfort with the very concept of saints. As our collect for today reminds us, we Episcopalians regard the saints as examples in all virtuous and godly living. The saints are those who came before us and who give us models of how to follow God. Many Episcopal churches, like our own, even have a patron saint that they are named after. These saints offer a unique witness for a church to aspire to in their ministry. Saints serve as models and guides for us. All Saints Day celebrates those faithful departed who have paved a way for us and who have given us a vision of godly living. For me, All Saints Day is equal part appreciation for and memory of our faithful ancestors and guides and it's part discerning our way of being faithful ancestors, or saints, for those who come after us. In our gospel passage today, we hear Jesus' blessings and woes. We might consider these as a description of sainthood, of faithful, godly living. Jesus' Sermon on the Plain is part proclamation and part pastoral teaching. He offers these words directly to his disciples, but it seems that others overhear the instruction as well. The proclamation that Jesus offers tells the disciples what life in the kingdom of God looks like. 
If you thought that wealth and ease in this life were signs of blessing, Jesus comes along to say that it is actually those who are poor and hungry who will receive blessings in God's reign. In God's kingdom, the hungry will be filled. Those who weep and mourn will laugh and rejoice. People who are hated, excluded, and defamed because of their faith in the Son of God are blessed and will receive a great reward. The life to which Jesus ascribes this blessing sounds a bit uncomfortable to me. Then, in contrast to the life of these blessed people, Jesus offers woes to people who are rich, full, and laughing. Woe to you who have plenty and yet do not share with those who lack. Jesus offers warnings to those who live with comfortable excess. I imagine that part of this warning comes because their lives create unjust systems where some are filled and some are hungry. These people are compared with false prophets who are loved and celebrated in their own day, but ultimately lack in faith and godliness. Jesus also offers us some pastoral instruction. We are to love our enemies, do good to those who hate us. We are to offer the other cheek when someone strikes us, Mind you, this does not mean that you need to stay in relationship with someone who has abused you. But it does mean that we ought to pray for those who hurt us. Jesus instructs us to give without hope of return. We are to do to others not as they actually do to us, but as we might hope they would do to us. Then Jesus really drives the point home. Even sinners love those who love them. Even sinners lend to receive as much in return. The bar is higher for children of the Most High. Does this sound impossible? Does loving your enemies and praying for them sound hard? Does living with discomfort sound uncomfortable? I assume I'm not the only one who hears these instructions and thinks, there is no way I can fully measure up to that. That sounds like a level of perfection I can't reach. Well, here's the thing about sainthood. It's not a matter of human will and strength. It's not a matter of what I myself can do. Saints are not people with superhuman emotional regulation, with pure and perfect thoughts, or with the ability to give of themselves freely. Saints are people who allow God to work through them and through their lives. Saints trust that with God, our imperfect selves can live godly lives. Sainthood involves a recognition that we are beautifully imperfect vessels of God's creation who can bring God's grace and love into the world. By God and with God and in God, sainthood is possible for all of us. 
All Saints Day is an opportunity to give thanks for the ways that Christ moves through ordinary people. We give thanks for God's grace and power at work in the world through our ancestors and through each of us. In her book, Accidental Saints, Lutheran pastor and public theologian Nadia Bolsweber reminds us that when we celebrate All Saints Day, we are celebrating a whole bunch of imperfect people. All saints, not just some of the saints, not just the people that we regard as worthy, not just the saints who align with our particular vision of the world, all of the faithful departed who did their best to love and follow God. All those who have done great things in the service of the body of Christ, even if their full memory bears misdoings and imperfections. In Christ, redemption is possible. Just as our patron, St. Paul, went from persecutor of Jesus' followers to a zealous follower himself, our worst days and our greatest misdoings are not the fullness of who we are. Each day is an opportunity to follow God anew. Each day is a chance to try and join the many saints of God. Personal responsibility is still important. This is true in the case of Paul, who harmed many followers of Jesus before his own conversion. His words have also been used to harm in the centuries since his own life. There's also reason to critique those widely recognized saints who were also enslavers. There's many other things we might name, but sainthood requires redemption that can only come through the crucified and risen Lord. Sainthood does not require perfection, but simultaneously it doesn't absolve all earthly harms. Still, the body of Christ changes things. Jesus reminds us, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. We celebrate an imperfect roster of saints, and we pray for those who hurt us. We do this because we know their sainthood is possible as well. Our prayers for them invite their restoration and redemption. Our active love and care for them brings them into the body of Christ. There is a redemption arc beyond our understanding. Nadia Bolsweber ends Accidental Saints with a series of blessings. They are beatitudes for imperfect and accidental saints. I'll end similarly today. Blessed are you who are deeply aware of your imperfections and shortcomings. May you know God's goodness and mercy. Blessed are you who grieve, hurt, and suffer. May you know the healing power of Jesus Christ. Blessed are you who seek to restore troubled relationships. And blessed are you who have set boundaries for your own well-being. May you know the ultimate restoration that comes in the body of Christ. 
Blessed are you who are alone, cast out and hated. Blessed are you who feel rejected, unlovable and mistreated. May you experience true love and joy in God's kingdom. Blessed are each of you who allow God to use you as an imperfect vessel. May you know the ways that your life is a witness to Christian sainthood because of God and not because of your own might. Blessed are those who are to be baptized today, and blessed are those whose faith is known to God alone. May we all rejoice in the communion of saints who surround us this day and always. Blessed are you, my siblings in Christ. May we work together as normal, everyday, imperfect humans to become the saints of God and to be those ancestral guides for many Christians to come. Amen.